This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack's third round on Capitol Hill this week started off with a testy exchange with the chair of the House subcommittee that oversees USDA's budget. Maryland Republican Andy Harris offered a sharp critique of USDA's Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program and its $3 billion investment total. Vilsack has cited the support of farm groups for the program who petitioned USDA for the effort through the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance. Harris said the use of the Commodity Credit Corporation to fund the program could lead to changes in how the account can be used. My understanding is you didn't have the, dis- the discretionary authority was removed between uh, 2012 and 2017. My opinion, it probably should have removed again because I think that's abusive. Vilsack pushed back, arguing the program was within the legal confines of the CCC, a comment that Harris disputed. It is designed to respond to, to challenges that are faced in agriculture and climate's a challenge. Whether you want to agree to it or not, it is a challenge, and these farm groups understand that. And the reality is, under, under the Commodity Credit Corporation's charter, Mr. we Secretary, have every again, right to do I'm what we did. Reclaiming, reclaiming my time. Vilsack also told subcommittee member Dan Newhouse that USDA is looking into possible retroactive penalties for violations of the law requiring disclosure of farmland purchases by foreign nationals. You can read more about Vilsack's exchange with Harris and his comments about foreign farmland purchases in our coverage on agripulse.com. Also in the news today, 20 Midwest lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have introduced the House version of the Next Generation Fuels Act. The bill is something of a wish list for the ethanol industry and would increase the amount of ethanol used in fuel as vehicle manufacturers look to increase octane. The bill also contains language to allow for the nationwide sale of E15 and some other technical changes in biofuels policy. Brian Jennings with the American Coalition for Ethanol says the bill is a major priority for renewable fuels groups, but the scope of the legislation means the bill will face its challenges on Capitol Hill. A bill of this nature that is so aspirational takes a lot of time to build interest and support for. There haven't even been hearings on this bill in the previous two Congresses, and so that's a good place to start, right? And we're going to just have to build more co-sponsors. We're going to have to understand, and it's overused, but if folks want to see the Next Generation Fuels Act ever become law or provisions within it, this indeed is a marathon, and we're going to have to spend a lot of time and resources pushing it if that's the goal. Jennings says ACE will be more inclined to support the bill this time around. Aside from ACE, the bill also carries the support of several other ag and biofuel groups, as well as John Deere and the United Auto Workers. Finally today, lawmakers are trying to ensure street uses of a veterinary drug don't keep it from animals in need. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A Food and Drug Administration leader says the administration is working to combat illicit use of a veterinary tranquilizer drug while protecting access for animal use. At a House Energy and Commerce Committee hearing today on animal drug user fee programs, Florida Congressman Gus Bilirakis highlighted the concern of mixing fentanyl powder with xylazine, a veterinary tranquilizer drug used in large animals. Tracy Forfa is the director of the FDA Center for Veterinary Medicine. She told Bilirakis there is an import alert in place to make sure all xylazine coming through the border is properly screened. We have been working with the Drug Enforcement Administration on the tools that they have uh, to be able to uh, address the issue. We've also been working with our colleagues in the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research 
which is uh, the liaison to the Drug Enforcement Administration at FDA. Um, we are using every tool that we have in our toolbox to be able to try to address this. Forfa says it is a complex problem to monitor. Striking the balance between the need for the veterinary community and the, uh, the stopping of the illicit use of it, because it is, I agree with you, the um, side effects are horrifying. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Pagel. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Tell the Securities and Exchange Commission not to regulate farmers like Wall Street. Ask your lawmakers to support the Protect Farmers from the SEC Act. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.